0: stood right now i'm staring at an icelandic heavyweight that brought wwe to its knees in 2010 i'm looking at Ea Taya Kukul. this is one of many active volcanoes in iceland and when it blew its top nine years ago it caused a volcanic ash cloud so large that it smothered europe and forced all planes out of the continent to be grounded for almost a week This meant that the Monday Night Raw roster, having completed a tour of Europe, was stuck and couldn't get back into the States in time for the April 19th episode of Raw. So, drastic rewriting and a spontaneous invasion of SmackDown was put in place to fill the void left by all those stranded wrestlers. So the night that Raw couldn't make it to Raw, Iceland did that. But there is so much more to Iceland's wrestling history than that. I wanted to share with you some stuff I learned while I was on holiday or vacation in Iceland. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk to you about waterfalls or the aurora borealis this time of day. Localised and tally in your kitchen, yada, yada, yada. I want to talk to you about Gleamer or, as it's otherwise known, Icelandic trouser wrestling. Glima dates all the way back to the 9th century and was made popular by the Viking settlers. Ingolfer Arnarsson, his wife Holvig daughter, and brother Holifa Humasen are recognized as the first settlers and the ones who actually named Reykjavik the capital of Iceland. You could say they were the first four Norsemen. Okay, except there's except there's only three. And one of them is a woman. Uh, Wrestling joke. Ingolfer was also one of the first people to lead Althing, one of the very first parliamentary gatherings on the planet. And they did that here at Thingvellir, Where I'm stood now looks like a massive tear in the earth, which, which it kind of is. Thanks, thanks for that, tectonic plates. But this is where the settlers would assemble to pass laws. They'd serve justice and generally converse about the issues of the day. It was a real gathering because there would be stores and merchants that would turn up to make money from the surplus of people that were attending that day's assembly. So where I'm stood right now is where, for the first time, Iceland would become familiar with gleamer, or... Icelandic trouser wrestling. So how does one Icelandic trouser wrestle? Well, in a standard match, the wrestlers wear a special belt around the waist and their lower thighs. Now each participant has to take a firm grip with a hand on the belt and the other on the trousers around the thigh. To win, you have to throw your opponent to the ground from this starting position. If an area between your elbow and your knee touches the floor, you lose. The idea is to use technique and prowess, as opposed to power, to take your opponent down. Gleamer comes in many different iterations, but trouser wrestling is considered Iceland's national sport. It was even an Olympic event back in 1912. I'm currently in a coach car park outside of Reykjavik and I want to talk to you about the statue I'm currently stood next to. It depicts two men in a tussle, one man hoisting the other over his shoulders, not unlike a vertical suplex. Uh, The man being suplexed, the suplexee, if you will, is attempting to counter the move by grabbing a handful of his opponent's underpants, which leads me to believe that this is indeed a statue depicting the art of Icelandic trouser wrestling. Next to this statue is Gisa Glima, which is a restaurant devoted to Icelandic trouser wrestling. It's incredible. There's a large metal wireframe statue in the middle depicting Glima in full swing. There's TV screens showing footage of old Glima matches and photos on the wall of champions of the discipline. If you find yourself in this part of the world, take time to just walk around here and drink in all the imagery it's incredible oh and also while you're here um, try the plökfiskur. it's a sort of comforting fish mash it's it's sublime you'll love it the restaurant is run by an ancestor of Sigurður Gribson one of the first Icelandic wrestling stars Sigurður is one of those depicted in the statue outside On display in the restaurant is the belt that Seguro held multiple times in his lifetime. The Grettis belt, the oldest prize in Icelandic wrestling. It is quite literally a belt. Like there's there's no bigger than like a regular sized belt that you would have on your trousers. It's got plates, but they're no bigger than normal buckles on a standard belt, honestly. It's nothing like the massive gold straps that we have in wrestling today. This would actually look really weird if you tried to throw it over your shoulder. Despite the small size, it has massive historical importance. It is one of the oldest recognized wrestling championships on earth. And whoever wore this belt was named the Wrestling King. I spoke to a Gleema competitor to find out a little bit more about it. Margaret Run Rusana's daughter, is not only a Gleema wrestler, but she's also on the board for the Gleema Association in Iceland.
1: There is a story, like, of coming of age, a story of how well you could ride a horse and how well you could do Gleema as if you were ready, or if you were a man already. So we have been doing Gleema, like, yeah, ever since you first settled. It's quite a big part of the Icelandic nation, I'd say, or the Icelandic. Icelanders' soul. So I've had to do two minutes since I was a kid. So it made them up. I have to take my brothers, actually. They dragged me into it because uh, our great-grandfather used to do it. And uh, I did quite enjoy it, but it did help when I started winning the boys when I was young. <laughs> so I I didn't actually find myself in any other sport. It was just something about klima that yeah, I got hooked Women uh, weren't allowed to do glima, and uh, only 20 years ago uh, they were allowed to do that. But they didn't. weren't allowed to compete in glima. So we, women in glima are quite actually recent as in competing. But women, of course, have been doing glima since as long as men, but not have been haven't been allowed to compete.
0: I asked Margaret about some inspirational people in glima's history.
1: I'd say at the moment that Marie Leve, that is worth it. I think she's won the title with Glymer Queen of Iceland at least at least five times, I think. And she's quite young, and she so you, is also the youngest person, the youngest woman to win that title. I think she was just 15 or 16 or something when she won that. and She's so just a, quite incredible, quite a role model.
0: If you go onto the Facebook page for Glymer Band Iceland, the Glymer Association, you'll see a lot of people still keeping this incredible sport alive. But according to Margaret, it's, it's actually... Not as popular as it used to be.
1: Gleema isn't all that popular. As you might have noticed, football has been a lot more popular. The thing is, we, our goal is just to introduce the Gleema, to let people know we are still competing. It is not just a thing that we tell about in the old stories in Cyrus. It's a thing, it's actually, a sport that we are still competing in and yeah, doing t- till this day. So yeah, people know of it, but it isn't actually as popular as you might think but we are working on that that's actually the goal we're trying to change that
0: (laughs) so there you go a whistle stop tour of iceland's proud wrestling tradition i encourage you to dig a little deeper because the world of gleamer is fascinating also should you find yourself in iceland Pay a visit to Gisaglima. Not only is it probably the only successful wrestling-themed restaurant on the earth, but its walls are bedecked with further reading about the history and the glory of Icelandic wrestling. And to reiterate, try the Plot Fiskur. Honestly, it is so good. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?